Hey, hello, happy Saturday. Welcome to Sip Happens. My name is Donna Ritchie, and we are set for another episode today. This week, my guests are Kelly J. Lewis. Hello, hello. And Thomas Ware III. What up? All right, so I brought you guys my favorite this week in the wine area for summer and really for any time. So we're going to rosé all day today. All right. All right. So well, Thomas and I were talking the other day about Mother's Day coming up and everything. So I'm like, dude, let's do rosés because mm-hmm. it's perfect, I think, for moms. Yeah. Something new to try. Okay. Okay. So um, but okay. So just real basic, uh, what are rosés? How are they different um, like as a wine? Awesome. Cool. So rosés are the same type of grape or varietal. But they're pink. So whenever you walk into a store, um, the probably the most common rosé that you don't realize it's a rosé is a white Zinfandel. Oh, okay. So people don't realize that, that a white Zin is actually a rosé. That makes sense, though, because it is it does have that light pink kind of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. absolutely. So what they do with the rosé is um, they blend it differently. So they create the wine differently. So... Typically, they macerate it. So they take the grapes, they go ahead and juice the grapes, um, and then they take the skins and they soak the skins into the grapes until they get the color that they want. Because all of the color, you know, when, you, when you're picking your wines, the color is by the grape, yeah. right? So if you have a red grape, and, and so all rosés are made from red grapes, So um, they aren't mixed. Typically, they're not mixed. You might have a few, but they don't mix white grape, I mean, white wine and red wine. Um, That's kind of a fallacy. Unless there are a few champagnes that are kind of infused um, with some red wines that you could say that they do that. But most of them are done that way. So the winemaker watches the color for the perfect color that they want. Then they pull the skins out because all the colors in the skins, Hmm. right? And that makes sense. So it's just kind of, uh, it's almost like um, like how old Indians use dye, like berries and stuff for dye, mm-hmm. and how you just kind of watch it and pull it out every once in a while, see if it's about the right color, yep. you know? Huh. Yeah. And then they let it ferment, and then, you know, let it sit and everything. Huh. That's interesting. And All right. So what are so what are your favorite rosés? Like if I'm if I'm going out for Mother's Day and I need to get um, I want to get a good good rosé. Where where should I start? Okay, I brought four. I've, I've, we're definitely going to go taste two today. If we have time, we'll taste three. But these are my four favorites, and um, and they're really fun. So this first one, it is. I'm going to tell you personally, it's the only. Um, wine that I like and brand that I like from the New Zealand or the Australian area. Ah. So lots of people love love those types of wines. They're not my favorite. Like I'd rather have um, West Coast wines from Seattle and Washington if we're doing that. And, and California is okay, but for me personally, that's what I choose. So the first one I brought um, is, uh, is a Matua. It's got a blue label. So we'll do our typical wine thing, right? We're going to check its legs and color and clarity. Um, So for those of you that have not joined us for a Sip Happens with Wine episode, we are learning to be a little wine snobby. So we kind of twirl our glass and we watch for the legs um, to kind of come down the wall of your glass. Is it the right one or the left one? 
Oh, we're going to do the left one. Okay. That's our number one. Sorry. <laughs> I was Thomas, like, did uh, I give you the right one? We're going to do. grab this one. Yeah. Right here. I'm thinking like, one, yeah, two. yeah, you did the. Yeah, you, you, you did. You have the right one. You okay. have the correct we're one. We're good. Yes. Okay. I just the number one, sure number two. I wasn't sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So look for the legs. So the look for the legs. Yeah. Pretty legs. clear. Mm hmm. So, and your legs will kind of give you a hint on. I want to say like sugar content, yeah. right? That Kinda makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, yeah, that would make sense. The more sugar content, the thicker it would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we smell kind of crisp, doesn't it? Like really? Yeah. yeah. Does it smell really. like summer to you? Morning. Yeah. Yes. Just that really first, like. Um, it's really floral. Like mm-hmm. it would be like a brunch wine, kind of almost. Yeah. Light, light in the middle of the day. Yeah, I can smell honeydew, like a melon. And that's usually typical of rosés. Citrus and floral, like Thomas said. Yeah, I get a lot of that floral kind of... Um flowery kind of smell yeah that's what that is and yeah. and you can kind of taste it too just yeah. kind of a i don't hint, i don't yeah hint of it. yeah i can i can taste that definitely i think that's what gives it like a crisp crisp taste and so this one you said was the one from new zealand yes so hmm. here's the cool thing about rosés you they go along from the sweet they're kind of like champagnes right? So they can be really dry and acidic to really sweet. Your white zins are really sweet. That's why usually people like pick those up. They like them. They're sweet and they're actually rosé, but they're more on the sweet side. And so you want to, you want to kind of look at your labels too, because a lot of times they'll say if they're a sweet, um, or, or if they're a dry. So this one is actually a dry, um, in the Matua. And, and this one is made from Pinot Noir, grapes so typically with a rosé um a lot of times you find them made with grenache um, uh, or the grapes are going to come from the province region in france that's really where the rosé is right that's why there's a little you know so we don't say rose it's a rosé mm, yeah. uh, that's why it's not rosy it's rose. not rosy so it's French. <laughs> I'll have the rosé. I like yeah. how it's got the little, uh, like the little snowflake on the side, like the, uh, like the Coors Mountains, where it tells you if it's cold or not. You know what? Okay, so let's <laughs> yes. talk about let's talk about that little piece of the label here. Yeah. That's really interesting. It's telling on me too because this was really cold and it was really light <laughs> on the label when I grabbed it. Of course, by the time I got here, it's you can see it, so it's really cool. So. The label on the Matua, and if you'll look, it uh, the labels were designed to help you figure out how to serve your rosés, because rosés need to be served between um, 50 degrees and, and 60 degrees, so they want to be chilled and cold. Wow. So you want to stick them in the refrigerator, you know, and leave it in there all day, but... Um, so when the, um, when the snowflakes on there turn blue, so like earlier, the snowflakes that are on this, like now they're a light blue, you guys. So 
Kelly can see. <laughs> Earlier, they were dark blue. It's Tilly on me. You're kind of gray, kinda gray right, right now. <laughs> so, yeah. So, rosés taste way better when should've they're put, pretty chilled should put one of them tall koozies on it. I did. I did, <laughs> too, but I was just hurrying. Yeah, you yeah. have, like, the whole pack. Like, you have, like, a portable ice chest that, yeah, like, is a par- ice That's box. a party in a box that right there. Really is what that really is. is. Yeah. Like, came lugging it in. So, no, I'm not. But, but it does taste good. And I can, but I can see how it would, it would be better if it were just a little bit more a little chilled. Bit colder, but yeah. but but what a what a ingenious little piece of labeling yeah. like that. I love that. And you know, that's that's something that you see in a lot of imported things. Just in general mm-hmm. is the different kinds of labeling yeah. that they have to kind of help. And 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 you know, I I say, you know, us over here especially uh, maybe who don't like know their culture, or know exactly their cuisine mm-hmm. or how they how they um typically um drink their wine. So yeah. I think that's really helpful. Yeah. So that's but it is it is it is a lot drier than I expected it yeah. to be. When you yeah. said white Zinfandel, I'm kind of You already put had I your mindset did, I did. To- <laughs> These are going to be sweet. Yeah. And it was pretty cool. They got the map on the back that shows where it's made at and like the um, like the latitude lines or whatever. I don't know if it's latitude or longitude or whatever, but how far south they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really cool. Pretty cool. I like the bottle. Yeah. And, you know, and I like Matua and everything. There are some uh, vineyards or wineries, you know, that make them that I like all of their like you can't go wrong with any varietal you pick and i think this is a brand that that i'm going with i love so. the maori the maori mask on the front too that's I, I love this bottle man it's got some uh it's got character well and if it's from new zealand or whatever you know there's probably a lot of yeah. aboriginal mm-hmm. um oh, you know connotation yeah. just like a lot of the the things around here would be native but that it that is a really cool bottle and um yeah and it even has like what what it means on the back of it and everything like the Tell us, Thomas. Well, it says uh, Matua, a Maori word meaning head of the family. So uh, they're proud of their family of fine wines, it says. See, that's pretty cool. The head of the family. Well, and I, I love that, too, when anybody puts that kind of language, that that um, traditional, you know, cultural language. Well, I like and- the explanation, too. You know, instead of just kind of just throwing a word out there because it sounds cool, you know, um, Tell them what you know. Why you picked that word? So. Yeah, it's great. Anytime you can tell a story, right? Oh yeah, Indians yeah. love stories. We do. So oh, yeah, yeah. Like we like to. Okay, so and this is stories. a this <laughs> is a noir, so um, a pinot. So pinots go with everything anyway. So you can kind of taste how this would be great to barbecue, picnic, out at the lake. I think you could pair this with anything. In this one, okay. <laughs> So our next one, same color, right? That's why we were so like confused <laughs> yeah. on right. which to pick up. Need, need to mark these things. <laughs> but but the but the but even though the color is similar, there are some marked differences between these. I mean, even just looking at them in the glass, you can still kind of tell if you're really looking at them. Yeah. Well, this, I can tell that this one's got bubbles in it. Yeah, and it's a lot clearer. Like the clarity yeah. Yeah. is like I thought this person that we picked up was pretty clear, but. I think you're right, Kelly. You throw them side by side, and this one is a lot clearer. And it's just, I mean, the legs are different. Yeah, a lot, the, lot quicker uh, clearing out the legs are. Mm-hmm. It and just totally looks a little lighter. Smell too. That is Still a lot lighter and cream, clean. Still lighter though. 
And not as dry. Yeah. Yeah. Not so, nearly as dry. Right. A lot lighter. Did definitely yeah. not as many tannins there. So, and you can tell too with the legs, like, you know. Oh, yeah. That kind of helps you too. But yeah. So where's this one from? All right. I like this. This one is from the province of France. So, you know, if you're going to get a rosé, you're going to get one for mom for mom's day, then I would definitely, if you aren't for sure, definitely go with one that has province on the label. And imported imported wines always have to tell where they're from and the region. So you'll notice that sometimes you see domestic wines that we have that are made in California and they they may not they don't really have to say the region that they're from, but imported wines they really um are proud about where they're coming oh, yeah. from There's and the region that, that they're right? at. I mean, that's a big deal. Where, where those grapes came from. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, so that's a big deal. So this one is, um, this one has been up and coming and we have sold a lot of it the past couple years. And so we keep it um, on the shelves. And really, in Better Spirits, our rosé section has really grown. Like we've been scooting over Chardonnays. They've been kind of taking over the Chardonnay spots. Uh, and we've added so many rosés that people like, and we kind of have them mixed in. So you might have to ask or grab your Google or something just to kind of see which ones might be sweet and which ones are more on the drier end. Um, and you, you can always pull, you know, Google that or pull that up or ask us, we'll find out. But uh, but they're kind of all mixed in there. But this one is a classic. Price point's a little bit higher. This one's about, right now it's running at, you know, $19, where the New Zealand one um, was around $13. So obviously this one is a little more upstanding um, and where it's coming from. I like this one better. I do too. And it's like I said, I mean, I'm... I'm not really um, into super, super dry wines like Merlots. Merlots are just, to me, entirely too dry. Mm-hmm. But um, And then the, the first one, the Matua, it, 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 was, it wasn't so dry that I didn't enjoy it. I, yeah. mean, I, I mean, there's like a certain dryness yeah. that I like. But, but this one, it was just a lot lighter. And just the, the smell and the look and everything, the taste was a lot lighter yeah. on, this, on, this, um, on this second one. And a beautiful bottle. I love that engraved bottle too. Yeah, that's that's really cool. It's like it's not engraved, it's raised. You know, like yeah. it's yeah. it's a, almost like braille or something. That's a that's a yeah. nice looking bottle. I mean, it's got a really classic look to it. Almost like a I don't know, almost like a big perfume bottle or it something. It does or like, like a perfume. vase. Yeah. Or you know, like a like a fancy vase. Well or it is called like that. Uh, Fleur de Prairie though. Yes. So, um, so we are that talking means about flowers, flowers, right? right. Flowers, flowers of the prairie. And Thomas I noticed this other French. one. This other one says Fleur de Fleur de Mer. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um now don't forget all of these um all of these uh, bouquets and flavors and rosés that we talk about each week can be found right there at Better Spirits in Anadarko. They're right next to Warrior Mart. Actually, they're connected to Warrior Mart. Yeah. So you can gas up, you can get you a snack, you can go to Better Spirits, mention Sip Happens or Talk Jive Radio and you get 10% off. And um yeah, just get everything that you could possibly need right there at Better Spirits. Because um, all of the stuff that we talk about, they have it there. 
So yeah. pick up a uh, pick up your mama or your old lady something from over there. Your old lady. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he can pick you up a, a six pack of F five. Oh, they got the uh, we got the tall. They ones got in. the tall yeah. F fives now. Like they're like twenty, like almost twenty ounces. Yeah, I had to grab me one. Yeah, I was, I was like, so hey, single we, servings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, side note, we had I saw Coop uh, at a trade show and saw these tall, the tall, I'm like, I text Scott and me, I'm like, do we have these? Thomas will want those. <laughs> he was like, yeah, they're in the, you know, they're in the cooler. We got them. I'm Jeez. like, okay, okay. The people at the liquor stores and the dispensaries are the ones that get stuff for me. Just like that guy probably like that. Yeah. (laughs) All the people that think about me. (laughs) Well, what you need to think about is getting your mother a bottle of this because this is really good. Now, um, one of the things I did want to ask you that you mentioned a while ago, you said these go with everything. One of the things that I'm never too sure about is, um, and especially with something like this, like the protein, you said it goes with anything. I mean, we're talking fish, steak, I mean, yeah, this is a a pretty, pretty well rounded. Um, wine that you can kind of pair with anything, especially the flavor palette too. Whenever you have like lemons and li- like I can taste lemons and limes, you know, kind of the citrus notes in it. Um, this one to me is not as florally or as green um, like a celery or anything. It's more of a soft, subtle fruit to well, me. Well, the, the second one was a lot less, I guess, bitter. Didn't have as much of an aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think that really makes a difference. Yeah. And so this one's made actually with mostly um, Grenache and then like a Syrah. And, and those are both red. Um, oh. So that's that's what they're mostly made with, with the Grenache. And that's a that's a good red grape. It's really sweet. I do not it's speak grape. Else. I don't even know. I've now, never even heard of some of those. Now, the, the, the Matua, I could see that being a little bit better with a steak or some like mm-hmm. like a heavier protein-like yeah. and yeah. maybe like the- Or the, even a the, burger, like a good bacon yes, cheeseburger or something. Yes, so, something that's a um, like a red meat, something that's but, a little bit more stout, whereas the um, the second one seems more like a fish or a salad, uh-huh. kind of a, a- chicken, like yeah. a grilled chicken or something Yeah, like something a little yeah. bit lighter if- like, like something lighter on the menu, so I could yeah. see, and Rice. it's just—it's just so strange how they just look so much alike, but their yeah. taste yeah, is taste, like completely, taste completely different. Completely yeah. different. That's yeah. why it's good to kind of have an idea of rosés or be able to try them. So these you definitely want to kind of get together. Um, so yeah, the Fleur de Mer is is pretty much um, is it, kind of the same. It comes from the same province, uh, province in in uh, France as well. Um. Oh, here it is. I pulled it up. Let me see. And oh, and then the thing about it is it's more lavender. So it's got a lavender um, label as well. It's a lavender color label. So you're going to find more floral um, hints to that. And that one's a a little higher price point too. I mean, it's, what is it retailing? 17. 17. Yeah. It's it's a couple dollars less than the Fleur de Prairie. So, but those are good. Those are, they're, they're, um, they're really on the growth area of what and they're pretty pretty new the past couple years and we've we've sold a lot of them but this one is made by ian j gallo vineyard so that's produced by Uh this one and the Fleur de prairie i can't um it was it was a smaller uh like wholesaler distributor that that imports um wines in so that one was really good 
I like how the Fleur de Mer uh, label says notes of cherry and citrus with refreshing acidity. And so, I mean, that just basically kind of tells you, okay, this is this yeah. is kind of what you're matching up. And I yeah. love that. I like that the read the read the back of the Matu. You know, I can't read. It's you know, the, I can't do that. It's too small. But this one, this one has it says personality, fresh strawberries, stone fruit, and a hint of red currant. And a match, sun, sand, and an ice bucket. Perfect on its own or try with tapas or pala. I don't know yeah. what that is. Yeah, see, and that's protein right there. That's a meat, a tapas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is Basically like, appetizers. Okay. Meat in them. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, we <laughs> you I, go to a tapas bar. They used to have one down in Bricktown. I don't tapas know. bar. Yeah. Not I topless. Yeah. I've been I to a topless <laughs> bar. I've never been to a tapas bar. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, it, uh, that is, uh, that is a really, really good, um, this second one. So, so let's, um, one of the things I did want to ask you that I forgot to ask you the last time I was on the show was about your hours, um, at, at Better Spirits because, um, and I know that these laws are like changing, like these new rules, like they're putting new rules and these new standards in and stuff like that. So it's kind of been hard for me to keep up a little bit, but, um, so what are your hours at Better Spirits? Yeah. So hours, our hours, Better Spirits hours. So we're still opening at 10 o'clock. Legally, we can open earlier, but we tend to not have, you know, business. At, yeah, I was going to say, it's at, not even before cost 10, effective. So, yeah, that is it, not cost effective. It, so. The law says you can open at 8, right? The law says I could be open at 8 o'clock in the morning. And so there are some liquor stores that, I don't know in Anadarko if anyone's open at 8. Uh, I, th- probably, I think a lot of them are opening think, at 9 yeah, and 10. I don't think any so. of them are opening at 8. But I would yeah. think I think, what is the, it supposed to be, 8 to midnight? It's 8 to midnight, you can yeah. legally be open? Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I would see it in a place like someplace like uh, maybe Lawton or something that had oh, a lot of third yeah. shift or overnight oh, yeah. shift. Yeah, um, Oklahoma City. I could, that there's definitely. a lot of liquor stores yeah. that are staying until midnight. Yeah. No nobody's, nobody's up before like eleven. Yeah. Or You're whatever. almost just yeah. asking to get robbed in Anadarko being open yeah. any later than that. I mean, step and fetch. Their drive-thru got robbed before. That's why they <laughs> yeah, got early in the morning. Yeah, 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 like, yeah absolutely. So, uh, and then the cool thing about that uh, flexibility is that a lot of times Scott and I are there before ten. Anyway, we're working, doing paperwork, and so you know if we're there, we can turn on the light and be you know and be open and available anyway. So, so you may catch us there before ten. Um, you know, if you see our cars there, you know you're going to get to come in and the lights on, I guess. But and then the same after nine. Um, so we're staying, we're, we still kept the nine o'clock hours during the weekday because again, no one's really out after nine, but again, it affords us to not run Thomas out at nine without selling it. No, there used to always be this mad (laughs) dash to the liquor store right at nine, the same way that it is to the beer store at two, you know, but I haven't made that, that dash in a long time. But yeah, now it's like, you know, if you get to the liquor store, like right at nine, they can still stay open for you. You know what I mean? They yeah. can wait until they're not busy and then and then close. So yeah. that's good. And well, Fridays and, s- and Saturdays, we still stay open till 10. And then, and again, if, you know, if it's still busy and then, you know, this last year, this last New Year's Eve, 
we stayed open till midnight, but no one knew it. So like when they were, they're like, you're still open. Like it was really, um, so it wasn't so as busy as we thought it would be. You got to advertise that. And so. yeah. And it's just training. I think, you know, paper. putting us back into something different, training us differently for doing that. So oh, yeah. now what about Sundays? About Sundays still closed. Still closed. Um, and I, and it's, it's like I said, see, I wasn't sure because none yeah. of the, none of the liquor stores I know took those Sunday hours. Yeah. I mean, they're all still closed. Yeah. Yeah. And they said that Sundays, you can be open, but it's up to the, like the municipalities yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. So you know, in this bobble thump yeah. state, they're not going to let you do anything on Sunday. And Scott and I don't mind. We still work on. We still work seven oh, yeah. days a week, but at least allows us to restock, order, um, and then and go home. Yeah, I was going to say, and, <laughs> and maybe even sleep and have dinner <laughs> yeah, together, absolutely, and, and things <laughs> like yeah. that, and see your girls, maybe yeah. you know. Yeah. So um. So let's go ahead and recap uh, with the flavors that we had today and um, and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Okay, so we did rosés. We know that rosés can go from sweet to um, to dry. The first one was the Matua. It was a New, Le- uh, New Zealand um, uh, rosé, and so it was really good. The second one that we had was the Fleur de Prairie, uh, and it was from the province of France. And so those... And with the Fleur de Meur would be my definite recommendations when you come in. I brought a fourth bottle too. Um, and that's, and this is one, of, this was my favorite because like I said, I love Oregon and Washington wines. There's something about their fruit that I love. And so um, the A to Z, it's a little on the sweeter side to me. And they make theirs from a Pinot grape too. And I think, and I think, and I love Pinot. So that's why I love it. So definitely look at that, but we have so many rosés, um, there. And again, if you don't know, you know that they want sweet, then grab a white Zen, um, to kind of make sure that, you know, you meet that for those that like sweet, sweet. Well, and, and let me ask you this, um, with the last couple of minutes that we have. So your rosé section basically just grew because the people that were coming in were asking you for these different kinds of rosés. Yes. And we're so proud because, and rosés are becoming more popular. You know, people are experimenting a little bit more. They're getting out of that. I need a Moscato, um, but I don't like red or, you know, red gives me a headache kind of thing. And they're going into more, you know, whites. So, um, Alcohol content on these reds still are about the same as reds. Usually reds have higher alcohol content than whites. Um, So, you know, you're looking at between uh, probably 9 and 12 to 14 percent alcohol on these on the range. And so the price points on these uh, go anywhere from 13 on up, mm-hmm. just depending on how much that you want to spend. Yeah. And, um, you know, even though it is Mother's Day, uh, Better Spirits has all kinds of awesome gifts and all kinds of, like, y'all have all kinds of sets. And then you put sets yeah. together, too. Yeah. So, I mean, if you, I mean, Mother's Day, if your mother likes a good bottle of wine Put or whatever, basket together. I'm yeah. here to tell you, go talk to Donna at yeah. Better Spirits there in Anadarko, and she'll help you get something together. Um, that would be really impressive because these wines, I mean, and and they would be, they're not so heavy. They would be good for like a family gathering yeah. or, you know, not mm-hmm. so heavy as somebody's going to try to 
fight right off the bat. <laughs> Not right off the bat anyway. Not until yeah. the whiskey comes yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, until, yeah. <laughs> until after. That's after dinner. The hard stuff comes out. Yeah, till till after dinner. So, um, but yeah, so don't forget to uh, go into Better Spirits. They're um, they're connected to Warrior Mart there on the west side of Anadarko. And uh, ask for Donna, ask for Scott. And um, if you missed any of the past episodes, of course, you can always get those on the Talk Jive talk jive podcast page but um yeah i i'm really interested about this fleur de mur i like um i'm i'm interested about that uh, that lavender um that kind of lavender yeah. taste with it yeah. so we're absolutely gonna have to uh, to try that so oh thanks for inviting me on today and uh yeah All i had right. a great time good thank you guys yeah. for joining in so until next week we thank you for listening to sip happens only on talk jive radio indigenous and independent